Welcome to Native America Calling. I'm Sean Spruce. What is your favorite Native Jam from 2023? Are you into pop music, metal, EDM, or blues? Did you explore some new genres of indigenous music this year? Today we'll reflect on some new music that came out in 2023 with three people who follow music closely. You may have heard some of them already, or maybe we'll introduce you to some new tunes. We're back with the Year in Native Music right after the news. This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Republicans in the U.S. House of Representatives campaigned on expanding oil and gas leasing, which puts many of them on the side of Navajo leaders in the tussle over drilling around Chaco Canyon. While the Secretary of the Interior Department and Pueblo leaders are strong advocates for protection. Matt Laszlo caught up with some lawmakers in Washington and has this report. Just last week, New Mexico's Land Commissioner signed an executive order prohibiting oil, gas, and mineral leasing on upwards of 113 square miles of state land trust around Chaco Canyon for the next two decades. That state action builds on a summer announcement from Interior Secretary Deb Holland that imposed a 20-year federal moratorium on mining and drilling on roughly 340,000 acres of federal land. Arkansas Republican Bruce Westerman chairs the House Natural Resources Committee and is aligned with Navajo leaders who see the land as a much-needed revenue source. And let the Navajo people have a little bit of self-determination and be able to uh, produce their resources and buy food and clothing and shelter. Two Arizona Republicans, Congressman Paul Gosar and Eli Crane, are sponsoring legislation to nullify the Biden administration's move. Upwards of 40% of the Navajo Nation's annual revenue comes from drilling and mining. Westerman says Holland local leaders, and congressional Democrats are being hypocritical. You need to talk to the Navajo Nation about that because they tried to work with BLM and were pretty much shunned, so they took a different position. And, uh, you know, for an administration that talks about uh, tribal consultation and trying to work with uh, tribal communities, I don't think the Navajo felt like that was their case. New Mexico Democratic Senator Ben Ray Lujan says the legislation being pushed by House Republicans is misguided. I'm very, very um, happy that President Biden and Secretary Holland have taken the steps that they have to protect Chaco Canyon. And I'm always working with my colleagues from New Mexico and other areas to protect Chaco, and we're gonna keep doing that. Lujan says Republicans are only focused on oil, gas, minerals, and the profits that come with them. He says, They're trying to undercut a decades-old agreement local stakeholders negotiated in order to protect the sacred land for generations. There's no doubt in my mind that Chaco should be protected. Looking at the parties that came together, leaders that came together decades ago um, to come up with the compromise around Chaco, that's where the 10-mile buffer came from. This was not something recent or new. For National Native News, I'm Matt Laszlo in Washington. 
The Council for Native Hawaiian Advancement announced Thursday it launched the website HelpMaui.org for people in need of housing after being displaced by the Maui wildfires. According to the organization, there are an estimated more than 6,000 people who still need housing after the devastating August fires. The website's intended to help people find housing and also serve as a platform for owners to offer their properties. The organization also announced housing programs to assist Maui residents in areas of leasing, host housing support, and loan forgiveness. The Hoopa Valley Tribe announced this week the acquisition of more than 10,000 acres of land bordering the western boundaries of the tribe's reservation in California. The return of the Hoopa Mountain property brings the tribe's holdings to more than 100,000 acres. According to the tribe, its $14 million purchase rightfully returns management, conservation, and use of the land to Hoopa people. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Vision Maker Media, envisioning a world changed and healed by understanding Native stories and the public conversations they generate. 45 plus years of Native stories and Indigenous knowledge through film and media can be found at visionmakermedia.org. When you celebrate responsibly, you ensure holidays filled with joy, love, and cherished moments. And you keep yourself and loved ones safe while setting a positive example. Cheers to safe celebrations. Support by Diageo and the Multicultural Consortium for Responsible Drinking. More at drinkiq.com. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network. This is Native America Calling. I'm Sean Spruce. Have you gotten your hands on the new singles by Snotty Nose Res Kids? Or have you seen them live this year? Maybe you enjoyed the country reggae mix by Maoli. Meanwhile, composer and singer Jeremy Dutcher followed up his award-winning debut album with a new release that features his native language. And bands like Medicine Horse and Divide and Dissolve gave us new musical excursions through Sludge, Doom, and Thrash. We're looking back at Indigenous music of 2023 today. You can join us. Which of your favorite Indigenous musicians released new singles or albums this year? Give us a call. 1-800-996-2848. Share your comments on the air. 1-800-99-NATIVE. Also, our producers put together a Spotify list with new Indigenous music from 2023. It includes songs you'll hear in this show today and more. We shared it on social media. In our Albuquerque studio today, we have Defy. He's a Diné hip-hop artist and an MC. Welcome back to the show, Defy. Always a pleasure, my brother. Oh, Yot, oh, Yot, eh, good morning, everybody. Thanks for having me yeah. be part of the show. It's, a, it's great to be here. It's great to have you. Joining us also from Sarasota, Florida, is DJ Larry Kay. He's the host of the Native Voice One show, Indigenous in Music. He's Ho-Chunk. Larry Kay, great to have you back on the show, brother. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, Sean. And uh, hi, Chris. How you doing? Yep, I. <laughs> Good hey, to have you on the Larry? show as well. 
<laughs> opposite ends of the world. Opposite ends, but uh, but we're joined together today, and in the middle we've got Robert Ortiz from Ignacio, Colorado. He's the DJ and producer of Resolution Radio Hour on KSUT Tribal Radio. He's Taos Pueblo. Hello, Robert. Great to have you back on the show, too, my Tiwa brother. Uh, Yoho, Mike, hello. Thank you for having me. I do appreciate the, uh, uh, the honor and privilege to uh, be on the show today. Well, it's a privilege to have all of you on the show. And, of course, one of the big events of 2023 was Hip Hop celebrated its 50th birthday this year. Defy, you came into the studio. You joined us. You shared some of the history of Indigenous Hip Hop. And I want to ask you now, how did Indigenous Hip Hop measure up at this half-century milestone? Oh, man, I think Indigenous Hip Hop is on the rise. It's been rising. I was actually able to attend the Grammys this year, and also attend many other indigenous hip-hop festivals and other award ceremonies to see the the amazing artists rise up from the indigenous circuit to now mainstream levels. I feel like we're so close, and I really want to applaud, commend every single indigenous artist out there in any genre you're a part of. So I salute y'all. And some of the new acts that you're especially excited about this year, who'd you listen to? Oh, there's so many amazing acts this year I met from being at the Grammys to being up north, uh, meeting more northern relatives in so-called Canada. I was really honored to meet many, many indigenous artists to see how they're telling their stories, sharing their visual narrative along with their, their art through music. It's been an amazing experience. I'm very blessed to see a lot of similarities, too, and then and also experiences uh experience are like differences and subtleties too between different styles of music and different ways that people can express themselves through rap and hip-hop it's amazing from producers to engineers to artists poets singers uh it's amazing to be a part of this wave right now uh just so many people working in the industry it's just fascinating inspiring uh, to learn about so many so many acts and all the people working behind the scenes too to to make indigenous music happen and make True. it uh, able to be shared uh, all across the country and in fact the world and well hey Defy, i mean this is a music show so let's go ahead and listen to some music we've got a song by matt mack to play it's called give it time mm-hmm. Defy, what do you like most about this song and this artist you know, I have to say, I was first introduced to this artist by my great dear friend, and his name is Damien S. Cotton. He just recently transitioned on this morning, and he was an amazing supporter for hip-hop artists, especially indigenous artists. He loved Matt Mac, loves Matt Mac's music. He also gifted me all the jewelry that I wear. He gifted Snotty Nose, Res Kids, all their jewelry. So he's a very, very much a huge supporter. I just want to send my love condolences to Damien S. Cotton and family right now and uh, this song here Give It Time from Matt Mack is a favorite he dropped this this year shout out to Matt Mack an OG Cree uh, native representing up north and based in Manitoba hope you love it Dying young, yeah. 
life is like a race that I don't wanna run Every day is like I live without the sun Some people tell me that I knew what I'd become You will never understand who I'm from When I look back there's so much that I've done, yeah You only end up where the journey had begun, yeah Celebration but it ain't about the fun, yeah I'm breaking circles while I'm holding on the grudge been feeling lost, I don't know who to trust Because I can't help overthink and I feel stuck Now you wonder why I'm calling off the plug All these people talking but there's nothing to discuss Been waiting for my time to come Been going crazy and my mind is Give it time, Matt Mack. That is a solid, solid, solid track. And uh, Defy, I want to offer condolences and prayers uh, with regard to your brother that you just shared. And uh, Thank definitely, you. definitely a beautiful song to uh, to commemorate uh, his legacy as well on our show today. And Thank you. You know, Defy, yeah, absolutely. One of the, the hallmarks of hip-hop that I've always been intrigued by is the collaboration with other artists. It's always been a big part of hip-hop and getting different artists together and laying down tracks. And what were some of the, the, the big collaborations you saw this year with Indigenous Hip Hop Defy? Oh, wow. There's so many amazing collabs happening. I got a shout out to uh, two friends of mine. Recently, they made this song that went pretty viral, actually, on TikTok and received a lot of acclaim. It's a short song, but it's really cool. It's uh, St Stella Standing Bear featuring Stan Jotty. It's titled uh, Skodan. And it's kind of like uh, a reinterpretation of the song by Soldier Boy, Teach Me How to Dougie or something like that. He even said they flip it into Teach Me How to Skodan. And I thought that was really catchy and it caught huge waves across uh, social media, especially in the hip hop industry circuit. And I'm really uh, proud of them to be able to break through and <clears throat> reach success. Same with Matt Mack, too. That last song was amazing. And um, artists like them collaborating with others. Uh, Matt Mack also did a song recently featuring Dreesus. I think that's a really powerful song, too. It has a music video as well. Artists uh, such as Audio Pharmacy also have been doing some amazing collabs. Uh, myself included, I've always loved to collaborate, and you're right. Collaboration is key i think to a lot of success especially for us as native artists the more we work together um, the more i think we'll be able to get our music out there our stories and collectively we'll grow and build evolve together so it's it's really amazing just salute all the artists out there pushing boundaries and making more collaborations lifelong friendships and things like that so much love man right on right on we've got time to play another track before we go to break uh this one is by ashta hunter and it's called Mighty Morphin. Let's go ahead and hear it. You 
wall looking at me like I'm crazy. I might be crazy, I might be psycho. Don't ever play me. These people out here hate me, but that don't never face me. I keep doing my own things, feeling like an alien in my spaceship. About to buy a billboard, you can see my face real quick. Feeling like I'm mighty morphing into some being y'all don't even recognize. Feeling like a beast and I'm about to compromise. Coming for the throne, keep feeding me more lies. About to go and get bigger, my flow like an AK trigger. Hating on me, have you looked in the mirror? Hating on me is a reflection of yourself. I may speak about it, but I speak about wealth too. I may not have a lot of cash, but I will soon. So don't ever play on my name. Got this pen, but I'm insane. Ask anybody, they tell you that I run this game. Mighty Morphin by Ash the Hunter. Defy, we're going to have to take a break. Oh, geez, about 45 seconds. But what can you tell us about this track before we cut to break? I just want to give a shout out to Ash the Hunter. She represents the Yavapai Apache Nation. She's also a blood descendant of the Hopi people. And she's left us with this quote, and she says, to say hip-hop saved my life isn't an exaggeration. Music has always been a great escape for me. Being a kid from the reservation, being so isolated on tribal lands, music was the connecting force to keep me updated on what's happening now. Music made me feel relevant. And that's a quote from Ashton Hunter. Beautiful words. Absolutely beautiful. We're going to take a break. Give us a call, 1-800-996-2848, and share with us your favorite picks for Indigenous music in 2023. The last year saw a number of destructive wildfires. They're becoming a bigger problem across the globe. A new generation of indigenous fire management experts see a solution in international cooperation. They are drumming up support among fire managers in different countries with practices based on indigenous knowledge. We'll hear more about it on the next Native America Calling. Are you a Native American healthcare provider, recovery counselor, social worker, domestic and sexual abuse advocate, or traditional healer working in Native American communities? Dr. Ruby Gibson will begin an advanced immersion in healing historical trauma. This online master class in somatic archaeology uses the lens of a seven-generational recovery approach providing power for modalities and is offered tuition-free to tribal members. Registration deadline is March 1st. Info at freedomlodge.org who support this show. You're listening to Native America Calling. We're looking back at this year in Indigenous music. What new albums or singles from your favorite Indigenous artists are you listening to right now? Join us at 1-800-996-2848. The number again, 1-800-996-2848. We've got our phone lines open. Our producers are standing by. We are waiting for your call. 1-800-99-NATIVE. We've got DJ K. Excuse me, DJ Larry K. DJ Larry K. He's on the line in Sarasota, Florida. And DJ K, what are uh, Larry K? What are some of your highlights for this year? Indigenous music. What do you like most? Oh man, I like every week. I feature a new artist, primarily uh, somebody who's an underdog, and I get him on the show. And uh, this year we've had quite a few. Um, let me see. We had Haley Wallace, Joey Styles. I mean, he's Dustin Harder. We've had uh, low-budget rock star, Graham Jones. I mean, the list goes on. I, I produce about 30 uh, sh- sh- interviews a, a year, and I 
do repeats because I, I guarantee our artists deserve a second, you know, a second listen. But yeah, the list goes on, and uh, quite a, a lot of new music out there for sure. And I, I, my show consists of all my guests too. So if you listen to my show, you're going to hear mo- most of the music is from the guests that I have on my uh, radio show. Indigenous it's, in music on Native Voice One. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Glad to hear you're having so much success with your radio show, DJ Larry K. And um, I'm interested in also asking you, so genres, you know, I love that word genre. It sounds like so French and so hip and everything with regard <laughs> to different music styles. But um, I mean, are we creating some new genres with indigenous music? And if so, what's the impact there? Um, I believe we are. I mean, now they're putting in, uh, they're mixing it up. You got your rock and roll has drum beats, uh, in, in, you know, everybody's kind of adding it to their tunes. And I, I see the, the, it, it's, it's the new sound that's coming to us from our uh, musicians. So I, I'm excited to hear the new tunes, especially in hip hop. I'm seeing here in chants on all the music genres. <laughs> <laughs> All the genres, for sure. Were there All any surprises this year, uh, Larry Kay, in terms of any acts that just really just came up big in 2023? Or did you kind of have a pretty good idea of who was going to land big and, and what the impact was going to be? Well, like I said, I try to pick the underdogs. I always ask the question, when did you, uh, did you hit it big yet? None of them have hit it big yet. So that my job is to get them out on the airwaves and help them make it big, get them on the stage and... Uh, hear them, you know, hear their music in rural areas, people, areas where they don't typically hear our music. So, and we're in some big uh, metropolitan areas. So I hope um, we're making a big splash out there for our musicians. Now that phrase hit it big. I mean, I imagine that can mean different things to different people. Like, like how would you define hitting it big for an indigenous artist, Larry Kay? Is it downloads is it the size of the concerts is it traveling what's the metric there? i would think so i have i came to my attention because that's one question i always ask uh shyla race sunshine i asked her she goes well larry i'm still trying i'm waiting for waiting to hit it big <laughs> and so I, I realized after that you're right you know we're all struggling hard nobody's playing our, our tunes but um i'm seeing uh, some stars coming out i like hatafli i understand we're gonna play some music from him he has the voice uh he, he kind of reminds me of um indigenous um he, he's got the voice out there so I, I have a feeling he's a young rising star that i'll be keeping an eye out for well let's sure. yeah absolutely let's go ahead and listen to hatafli wheeler uh this is a song titled laugh out loud
Laugh Out Loud by Hatakli Wheeler, another excellent track that we're listening to here today on Native America Calling. And uh, Larry Kay, how long has uh, Hatakli been recording? What's his background? Uh, he's fairly new. He's only been out there for a couple of years. His, uh, uh, his new album is out right now, Singing Into Darkness, and it's a mix of uh, rock, indigenous rock. So he's been out there. He's, he's just a young man. He's 22 years old. I had him on the show maybe about uh, five weeks ago, and I liked his story. He just reminds me he's uh, up and rising. <laughs> <laughs> fire, fire. They're fired up. Yeah. They're, they're inspired. They're just going after it. Oh. I'm Larry, I'm always yeah, telling them too to uh, do some collaborating out there. Everybody, you know, when they're start, they're young, they're a little shy, and I tell them, hey, reach out to whoever you like and ask if they'd like to, you know, be a par- participant in your next uh, tune. And uh, I'm waiting for him to grab somebody big on the on the roster. <laughs> well, Larry, I mean, is it just that easy? You just reach out to somebody and say, hey, let's collaborate. I mean. I'm seeing Seems so. Like... I, I'm seeing it. I mean, it doesn't. It, it take, if you're doing it by yourself, it's going to take twice as much work. If you bring on a partner, then there's two of you promoting that tune. So I'm seeing it more and more often now. Um, I used to be a music promoter back in Minneapolis, and I always told them, you know, do covers too. You, you know, you want to make sure you get your sound and, and your make it loud. <laughs> <laughs> a loud cover uh defy i want to get your thoughts on this uh with regard to collaboration especially like getting noticed by some of the bigger hip-hop artists what does it take for somebody just starting out or maybe somebody with a year or two in the business to, to get noticed and, and and land that really really significant collaboration i think larry has a great point there with just with just uh reaching out to others sending a direct message also finding a way to possibly invest in yourself, in your craft, whether that be investing into doing your homework, creating songs, and then also maybe investing finances to be able to uh, boost your your artistry out there into the markets and into um, other places where your music may not have been heard yet before. But I think, you know, Larry's really correct there with like trying to reach out, communicate with other artists who... Um, who are doing big major things already too, or maybe just artists coming up like yourself. So I think it's definitely uh, a good idea to reach out to people and not feel uh, so nervous or shy about doing so because um, you never know, you might be able to land like a great feature from an artist who might help boost your career as well. I'd also say like, yes, working with others and finding uh, like-minded individuals, like I'm sitting next to my good brother here, DJ Noble, and I look up to him, and he's he's um, been there for me too. So finding good friends and collaborators, producers, sound engineers that can help you refine your sound, or even just having good friends like my good best bro, Damien S. Cotton, would always help me with uh, providing positive input and just positive critique towards your music to get it to where you want it to sound. And I think eventually you're going to make some major waves. And shout out to um, the artists we just heard. That was a dope track. Thanks, Defy. And DJ Noble, uh, thanks for coming into the studio as well. And Larry, speaking of these collaborations, I mean, here it is, 2023. You could have two artists together. They could collaborate, and they don't even have to be in the same studio. They could be on opposite sides of the country, couldn't they? Sure, yes. You know, uh, who was a champion at it was the late Vince Fontaine. He brought in a lot of guests on his uh, albums, and he made a few of them uh, more popular than they ever could imagine. So. It happens out there. He he was one of the champions. 
collaborations Excellent. that I see. Yeah, it just amazes me with the technology mm -hmm. at the disposal of uh, artists such as yourself and Defy and, of course, uh, also Robert Ortiz, who is on the show today, and DJ Noble. I think we're going to get a mic on DJ Noble and, and get some of his thoughts as well. But let's go ahead and uh, listen to another track. This is a song by Carson Gray. It's titled Wet Sock. Wet Sock by Carson Gray. Larry Kay, what do you like about Carson Gray in this new song? Oh, it's smooth. It's a little different. Usually she's a little popish, and uh, she's even changed her style. Her last album is out right now, Misadventures, and uh, she brings in a lot of acoustic guitar. So she's actually, you know what I've noticed, too? A lot of them, they grow up, and they change their genre, just so, so to speak, because uh, you know, times change, and she's got family now, and it's smoothed out. I like it. It's a little different. I know her new st or old stuff, you could get out on the dance floor, and now you sit back and enjoy it and relax and have a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> gotta have that coffee and listen to the hip-hop and listen to all the new music uh larry k so so much of indigenous music it just seems like it's it's all about it's not just the, the music but also the message in these songs and these different tracks and, and and what is it what are the type your like your favorite messages or your favorite stories that you hear in indigenous music I hear a lot of them uh, growing up. They're telling their story. A lot of them talk about the hard times. Um, I'm still waiting for the good times to come out. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they emphasize a lot on uh, their uh, and t the times that are happening right now. A lot of love, a lot of breakups. And uh, so it's a, lot, a lot of their music brings a lot of true meaning. And, and music is uh, medicine, too. So I always tell them, you know, share, the, share it, share it. It makes people happy. If you can make people smile, you're bringing them medicine. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know, you talk about like, you know, you're still waiting for somebody to have that, that happy story. A lot of it's about struggle and just kind of growing yeah. up in, in some of the trials and tribulations. Sure. But also, what do you think of just like, 
you know, we did a show the other day about pop culture, like native pop culture. And, you know, we, we, we heard the we, earlier Defy was talking about that song, Skoden, and just some of like the way native people talk today and just some of the native humor. It just seems like a lot of that is driven by this indigenous music. Oh, sure. I believe it. I'm, I'm, I'm a witness to it. <laughs> how, is the, how has the indigenous music industry evolved? Because you've been in the game a long time. What, what, what do you see as like the biggest changes from when it started or really started taking off to the present, 2023? I'm, I'm, they're doing a better job with their management team. Uh, when I first started the radio show like 17 years ago, it was a hard struggle just trying to find music out there. And now we have Spotify iTunes, I mean, the music's, uh, they're doing a better job at promoting themselves, but um, uh, I'm just seeing more and more, more and more change out there for, uh, there's more artists out there, they're finding the social media ways to promote their uh, their tunes, and there's more. I know up in Canada, they, they use their management teams a lot more uh, efficiently than uh, down here in, in America, but you got to take advantage of the managers. You got to have a good manager who will be out there promoting you, you and your, your everything about you, you know. And I always tell them, you know, you, you got to sell yourself. You sell your music. You also got to sell your person. So you got to get out there and, and market it. All right. Get a good manager. That's step number one. Let's take our first call of the day. Susan, listening on the KIDE stream in Eureka, California. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. So um, there's been a lot of really great music this year, but I've got a couple of favorites. Um, I saw a TikTok from Ganadio Horn um, from Reservation Dogs, and the song she was lip syncing to is Bad Indian by the Dead Pioneers. Oh, man, it's really good. And then the other one is um, Derek Miller's been a favorite of mine for a long time, and he's in a band called Attic Ramblers, and the song is called Need Your Love. And Charlie Lowry's on it, too. And those are both really good songs. That's it. Thanks. Awesome caller. Susan, listening in Eureka, California. Larry Kay, uh, Attic Ramblers. Uh, it sounds like a cover there, Bad Endin'. Are you familiar with those tracks? Yeah. No, but I marked it down. I'm going to be listening to them right after the show here. Always <laughs> <laughs> looking for new music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's take another caller, Chanupa, who's up in Pine Ridge, South Dakota, and he's listening on Keeley. Hello, Chanupa. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me on again. Listen, uh, the, even to the guy that runs his own radio show as a DJ and all you young artists. My name is Chanupa Bluham Money, and I did, did tracks many years ago and opening acts for Clandestine, John Trudell and Bad Dog, and also um, Savage Family. There's a track on there called Stealing the Sun Back off of their album. But if you guys can make contact with Sean Spoo, Sean can get you my info. And I wanted to do more because I'm a self-taught guitarist. Um, I got my own riffs. But one melody I wanted to contribute on somebody's album, it goes like this. That melody is what I also do with the six string. I mean, real heavy. So I want to congratulate all of you guys that are doing things in the music world because you're right. Music is medicine. Like they say in Lakota, 
Wolak hotaki lila o techike ash Allah was the istoske wojuk chan wichak o hunter oyateki ni unkunkte. So I want to thank all of you for today's show and I'm going to keep listening and thank you, Sean, for taking my call and hopefully they make contact with you. We'll be off from the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. All right. Always a good day here on Native America Calling when Chanupa sings a song on the air. We're waiting for your call next. Let us know what you love about the year in indigenous music. 1-800-996-2848. Support by Archaeology Southwest. Did you know almost all major archaeological sites in the Southwest have been looted or vandalized? Looting and vandalism impact indigenous people, past, present, and future. Every day, countless Native American cultural items are lost or damaged forever through looting and vandalism. Federal and tribal laws protect archaeological resources. More information about ending archaeological resource crime and how to submit a tip at savehistory.org and on social media at Save History. You are listening to Native America Calling, and we are focusing on music by indigenous artists that came out this year. What do you like about new songs and albums by indigenous musicians in the year 2023? Let us know by calling 1-800-996-2848. And let's now bring Robert Ortiz into our conversation. He is a DJ and the producer of Resolution Radio Hour on KSUT Tribal Radio. Robert, I want to thank you again for joining us, welcoming you to the show. And uh, you are another one of our guests who has a radio show. You focus primarily on metal and rock. What are the trends you're seeing right now in indigenous music? Well, you know, after, well, thanks again. Thanks for having me again. Um, one of the things that has come about was after COVID, you know, there's more of a uh, connection with, you know, who we are as a people and, you know, the struggles that we all went through. But I think that's synonymous with everything that we've, we, we have, as Native people are, you know, we're resilient. And that just kind of, you know, echoed through the music that we see now and, uh, you know, the various bands that are coming out. Of course, you know, metal's always been hard and, you know, it's always been, um, you know, aggressive to some, but, you know, it's always been about, you know, true meaning and how they can express it. And Robert, is metal still guitar driven or is that changing a little bit and you're seeing other types of metal that don't put so much focus on, on guitar? Not really. I mean, I, I've seen, you know, three, three piece bands come in and, you know, to the, into the mix, but, you know, there's mainly the, the guitar, you know, the guitar is the, the driving force and of course drums and, you know, that bass, but I've seen bands that have performed without a bass and, you know, still do it. And the vocalists just kind of hold their own and, and, you know, either the front man or woman, whoever it is, uh, that, mm. that hold the ground for the band. I mean, I, I think it's just an expression, but yeah, guitar for sure. You got to have that shredder, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Well, what bands are, are you especially excited about this year? Well, there's a band out of San Carlos uh, Apache Reservation called Alliance that uh, uh, are doing really good things. They've had a number of releases in a band called Project BC out of Albuquerque. Um, they're a multi-tribal uh, uh, band, a five-piece female-fronted band. And, uh, you know, those two bands really are uh, are expressing themselves in big ways. 
there's another band called Ocean Harvest uh, from uh, uh, Arizona who recently just went to Japan as a native band. I think that's a pretty big, uh, you know, achievement. And we, you talked about that earlier about, you know, what's, what's making it big, what's hitting it big, you know, and I think for any band to be able to tour outside of their reservation, their community and share their music to anyone, but even to go overseas, I think is a huge, huge accomplishment. Right. Right. Well, you mentioned Alliance and let's go ahead and take a listen to one of their new songs. This one is titled Chains. That is Chains by the band Alliance. And a reminder, you can listen to many of these artists that you're hearing today on our Spotify playlist called 2023 in Indigenous Music. We shared it on our Native America Calling Facebook page. And Robert, uh, Alliance, have you seen this band live before? Yeah, a a number of times. Actually, uh, you know, brought them into Ignacio for our a youth concert that I promote here in September during our tribal fair. And, uh, you know, from San Carlos, these guys were, you know, super excited to be in Colorado, their first time coming here to the Southern Ute Res. And, uh, you know, just actually recently saw them at the uh, Navajo Nation Metal Fest beat in uh, Window Rock in November. And, you know, I try to keep up with the bands that I uh, listen to or see or promote or even have at my youth concert here in Ignacio. Now, those concerts there in Ignacio, are those held at the casino, or do you have another venue? No, it's at the Skyute Fairgrounds. Uh, it it's, uh, coincides with our tribal fair in Powell, a three-day uh, event or celebration here in September. And been doing this concert now for over 13 years and had numerous bands, um, all Native American bands, come through and play on my stage. And, uh, you know, Alliance were here two years ago, and uh, Project BC were here last year. 
And it's always like Larry Kay was talking about, it's always finding that new, exciting underdog band and, you know, just giving them exposure and helping them, you know, express themselves and get out there and, you know, expose them to new, new fans, you know. Robert, the pandemic, it, it, it put everything to a screeching halt, especially live concerts. And uh, how did the indigenous metal scene hold up during the pandemic? And is it pretty much all come back to life? Yeah, I think actually stronger because we, you know, where I live in the, in the Four Corners region, um, you know, I get to go to shows that are in the area and there's a huge underground hard rock metal, you know, scene here. And it's like a big community of, of friends and family. Uh, when I went to Wonder Rock in November uh, for that show there, it was just like a reunion of people that I haven't seen in, in years. And, you know, COVID, of course, adding to that. And with the stop of live shows and performances, it was tough to get out. But I think it came back stronger. And it just shows how resilient we are as a people. And expressing that through music was just evident in, in you know, the bands that are out there now. Yeah, that's good to know. Really good to know that the music is back and in live concerts and people are getting out and enjoying themselves and and hearing music uh, live the way it's uh, meant to be played. And uh, let's take a moment now and acknowledge uh, another guest who is in our studio today in Albuquerque, DJ Noble. DJ Noble, how you doing? What's up, brother, man? I'm feeling good this morning. Good to how hear you, it, brother. How you doing? Hey, we're doing great. And uh, well, tell us your thoughts on uh, the music of 2023 and just what you and Defy have going on. Um, I was kind of, you know, I was listening into the, the conversation earlier and, uh, you know, really it's about your supporters, you know what I'm saying? The people, you know, a lot, everybody, you know, with the music, you know, we do it for ourselves, and, you know, it is healing and, and all this music, the drum and everything, it goes back to our roots and, you know, expressing ourselves or whatever. But, you know, energy takes place when you have multiple people in the same room. And when you have these people that support you, you know, whether it's 10 people or 100 people or 1,000, you know, I've seen, the, I've been in this business a long time, so I've seen artists go all the way to the top and they forget, you know, it's about these people that support you. So, you know, that's, that's a big thing is, is your supporters and, and the DJs, you know, the DJs are the people that can change your life, you know, you know, is you know, you're only as, as relevant as the DJs in your community and your, your culture that you, you deal with and you reach out to. And, you know, as an artist, if you have five, 10 DJs, 20 DJs that are going to support your music when you release something, you know, that's 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 your foundation to be able to do something in this in this industry and in this business. So, you know, your supporters and your, and your, your people that, you know, are going to be there for you and actually promote the music and get behind you. You know, those are some of the most important people because with that, without them, you know, you're just in your room doing this, you know, so. Right. Don't forget your roots. Yeah, man. Uh, Robert, we're going to go ahead and play another song. And uh, this is from one of your favorite playlists. Uh, introduce us to Project BC and their new material we're going to play. <clears throat> Uh, I think what you're going to hear is a song called Black. It's an EP release that they uh, released this past year. And they actually did some quarantine videos. Speaking of the quarantine, that was one thing that kind of helped bands stay relevant is, you know, they they made music during through quarantine. And uh, with the collaborations of, you know, like we were talking about earlier, you know, they were able to still, still combine and play music, although they were in separate areas. Um, but this... Uh, Five Piece Band is a female fronted band by uh, Mashita uh, Romero, 
And, uh, you know, their their music is aggressive and loud. And, you know, if you've seen them in, in concert or live at any show, they're just amazing. They're, they're so energetic. And, uh, you know, to have them here last year, you know, it was it was amazing to, to finally meet them. And they're young. I believe it was they said it was their 11th performance when they came to Ignacio. And since then, they've been playing quite a few other shows. And that's good to see. And I think we can all agree that when we see somebody, you know, getting out there and starting from ground zero and then making more shows and playing more events and getting exposure, I think we can all be proud of seeing that because those are, if we had some small way of of helping them get out there and to to see more, uh, to get more exposure, I think that's a plus for all of us. That track is titled Black from Project BC. And uh, Robert, let's look ahead. 2024, what are you most excited about and who should we be looking for in terms of Indigenous artists? Uh, there's a, a, a violinist called Sage Cornelius that I met in Window Rock uh, for the Navajo Native uh, Metal Fest recently. And he... Uh, his style of music is amazing. Of course, you know, he comes out with a, a violin, a fiddle, electric fiddle, so to speak, and he's, he runs it through guitar pedals and sound effects. And he's got an EP or, or songs that are going to be coming out in 2024. So I can't wait for that to drop. Old school band from Gallup called Tribus. They've, uh, I call them old school because they got that old school thrash sound that, you know, I really like. And uh, Dying Tribe as well. But Tribe is going to be cutting some new music in uh, 2024 and looking forward to some of that. Um, Under Exile just released a, a couple new songs called uh, Glass in the Sage. They're looking to release a new album in 2024 as well. And uh, Under Exile from Shiprock and uh, 
you know, those guys have been doing it since high school. <laughs> so I'm excited <laughs> to see what's coming out. You know, these, uh, uh, you know, these young bands are making it, and, you know, it, it, it's great to hear new music. Sage Cornelius, Tribus, Under Exile. Defy, how about you? Who are you looking for in 2024? Yo, I'm looking forward to new music from Travis Thompson. He recently dropped an album this year with legendary multi-platinum producer Jake One. And I really dig that album. I think Travis Thompson's styles are very uh, dope in all kinds of ways. Like he's got different types of styles of rap that he can do not just uh one style at all like he can flip it many different ways he's also been featured on reservation dogs as an actor so i'm really looking forward to his music and i've been a fan of his for a while and he's also from the navajo or Diné nation i should say he's um shout out to travis thompson northwest i'm really looking forward to everyone's music though all indigenous artists out there especially in the hip-hop uh realm circuit feel free to send us music and we'll help promote. All right. Well, we're going to have to wrap up the show here. We are unfortunately out of time, but this has just been a really, really fun conversation. We've also had an opportunity to listen to some really, really great music. So big thanks to all of our guests who joined us here at Native America Calling today. Defy, Robert Ortiz, Larry Kay, and of course, uh, DJ Noble, who came in as well into our Albuquerque studio. So thank you all for a great show here. Join us next week for another lineup of conversations about indigenous issues and topics. We also have a game of native trivia planned for listeners. Our executive producer is Art Hughes. Our producers are Andy Murphy and Sol Traverso. Marino Spencer is the engineer. Show McPolin is the digital producer. Nola Daves Moses is the distribution director. Bob Peterson is the network manager for Native Voice One. Clifton Chadwick is our national underwriting sales director. Antonia Gonzalez is the anchor for National Native News. Charles Sather is our chief operations officer. The president and CEO of Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation is Jacqueline Salee. Have an awesome weekend, and we'll talk again soon. This program is supported by AmeriCorps VISTA. You can kickstart your career by joining thousands of AmeriCorps members in the VISTA program serving to alleviate poverty. AmeriCorps members help organizations make change right in their own community. A service opportunity that fits your ambition can be found at AmeriCorps.gov VISTA today. That's A-M-E-R-I-C-O-R-P-S dot G-O-V slash V-I-S-T-A. Fishy. Our elders are sacred and deserve the best. Check in with them to make sure they have the health care coverage they need. For more information, visit healthcare.gov slash coverage or call 1-800-318-2596. A message from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Elakwa.
Native America Calling is produced in the Annenberg National Native Voice Studios in Albuquerque, New Mexico by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation, a native nonprofit media organization. Funding is provided by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with support from the Public Radio Satellite Service. Music is by Brent Michael Davids. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.